Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Verbal Garbage Solo Edition. So this week, you know, we got a got a little bit of recap. Had a fun, exciting week, I guess. Just happy to be alive. Happy to be updating you guys. Happy to hopefully get some new listeners. And for all the listeners who've been subscribing, thank you so much. Real quick, let's um, talk about you know, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I made a post the other day enjoying some fabulous custard ice cream. Well, it was, you know, not a big deal. And I truly was not upset about it. It was just for fun. One of my buddies said, there we go. I keep talking about, I listen to the fighter and the kid podcast and Brian Callen's always saying my buddy talking about friends. And I've just been noticing, I've been saying that more. So let's try to stop that. Uh, yeah, one of my friends was just texting me how, you know, he was listening to the Franny episode and shout out to Franny. I thought it was awesome episode. Very enjoyable. Excuse me. Just had a big bowl of fucking pork, some shredded carrots, a little, you know, toasted sesame oil in there with some scallions, some sriracha mayo, some sweet soy glaze. Just phenomenal. But I'm definitely a little bloaty bloats. So, uh, yeah, I was you know, just made aware. And I was, I can't lie. I was listening to it to myself and I was like, man, I was definitely cutting her off a few times and I got a text message from one of my friends about it. And so I just wanted to, you know, go on there and apologize to people. I know it's annoying. And I know when I listen to podcasts and you have people interrupting them when they're trying to talk, it's frustrating. And, you know, I went on and talked to Franny and made sure I apologized to her. And she was kind of nice and refreshing for me. Cause she was just told me like, Hey, every time you were interrupted, it was it was for funny jokes and stuff like that. So don't don't apologize. It's all good. So made me feel better. But like I said, it's a concerted effort on my part. And I have a bunch of interviews that are, you know, kind of chambered and ready to be released. Because as I said in the beginning, I don't want to get to the point where I was doing like live podcast episodes and interviews and have something come up and then you can't get it and release it. So that was only, I think, my second interview. And I think I've gotten better so far and i'm gonna continue to get better so hopefully you guys will stick with me on the ride and we'll have some fun so that's it really on that topic not a big deal right let's just get into the uh the likes and dislikes funny story my one like is uh you know meat trucks meats salesmen meat whatever you want to call it i could have made it into multiple likes but um you know it was the last day of me house sitting i was going over there the last time guy knocks on the door and I see like a food truck outside, or like, you know, a truck that's advertising beef and pork and such on the truck. So I'm like, all right, what's going on here? And he asked if there, I was expecting delivery. I was like, no, I don't live here. You know, I'm right across the street from where I live, but I don't live here. He's like, oh, okay, no problem. Never mind them. So he's going back into his truck. And, you know, it was just my parents, me, my brother and his girlfriend, had Eva, had just gotten back from eating at a restaurant. Izzy's in downtown Fort Myers. So we were just returning. And my brother was across the street at our house going in and uh, coming out to his car, I guess, getting ready to leave. But the uh, the meat men had managed to suck him up into the truck. So he was up there and I'm kind of walking home and I see him in there. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? So here's Kurt, like trying to buy like literally one steak from guys who were doing, you know, like the butcher box or those type of deals where you get you know, four T-bones, three sirloin, blah, blah, blah. And you get package deals. And they were doing deals for like $583 for packages of meat and such. And I just came on the truck and like, you know, I, I see a salesman because I do it myself. And I was just watching their tendencies and their techniques. And they were, they were roping my little buddy in there. And I was 
trying to be the big brother in and come save him. So I, I jumped on the truck and just started talking terms. And these guys had pretty much mentioned that they, they were at the uh, end of the neighborhood and a lovely Indian couple had ordered some, some delicious meat from this Lake Okeechobee farms meat producer, whatever the case was. And they couldn't end up getting it because it wasn't all halal grade or something like that. So these gentlemen were really down in the dumps. They were really trying to get a sale before having to drive back to Tampa or so they say, but I, I believe them, you know, it seemed like a story. Maybe that's a story they use all day, or maybe it's a real, a real plight that they were going through. But either way, Kurt and I, you know, started negotiating, started talking. Kurt made sure he got a, a Reese's cup thrown in as part of the deal, melted to bits, mind you, but a Reese's cup nonetheless. And so we started talking, you know, we see a meat package. Like I said, it was some varieties of some cuts of steak, you know, and they're asking $583. And I'm just like, no fucking way. And they mentioned Zell and all that. I'm like, all right, I got Zell. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So we ended up getting the meat package, the pork package, and two giant things of like red Argentinian shrimp. So like I said, one thing of meat was 583. We got all of that for $400 even. So he asked me for my Zell. You know, I zelled him over the money and I'm just, you know, it's spur of the moment, $400. It's kind of going quick. You're not thinking too much. You're trying, you know, these two guys were cool as shit. Shout out to Spider-Man. You know, that's when he called my number. That's what I saw his contact come up. Spider-Man. That's the, the lovely meat seller himself. We're going to get him on for an episode. Cause that was part of the deal. You know, right. When we got finished buying it, I was like, I'm only going to buy it. If you guys start listening to my podcast and then one of you guys comes on. So definitely something in the works. I'm excited about that. And I uh, have not tried any of the meat yet, but they claim it's extremely high quality. And between pork, chicken, and beef, I eat just so much of it. I just talked about finishing pork right before and still burping up the little remnants. Oh, my Lord. Uh, so, yeah, that's one of the likes. And, you know, we'll do this for however long. I think it's working for the likes and dislikes. But right now, it's just kind of a good little thing to get into for me to start off with. And the second like over the week, I'm going to have to say is um, the ability to fake cry. You know, I just got done watching um, the last two episodes, seven and eight, I believe it was, of F-Boy Island, where the fuck boys have, you know, they fully come out now and made themselves known who they are. The nice guys have let themselves be known who they are. And nice guys really do finish last, y'all. I mean, it's really seems to be going that way. It's the F-Boys are dominating the game. You know, we got one nice guy, Benedict. He's a stand-up comedian, just real salt-of-the-earth type of human. You know, seems like a good dude. Always ready to make a joke, keep the energy loose. Uh, but he's just being absolutely dominated by Mercedes, the king fuckboy. So we're going to see how that develops. But, um, you know, the girl Mia, lovely lady, you know, she's one of the three ladies that are drawn between the F boys and the nice guys. And she got to a point when everyone revealed their true status and she was pretty much down to four F boys. So she has a really bad eye for this thing. And she just started to cry and have a little meltdown, me a meltdown. And I was just cracking up. Cause I'm like, the crying was so pathetic and so bad. The acting was just terrible. And, you know, I'll always bring it up. Let's go back to our roots. Right. And people want to hate on the Jersey shore, but I'm like, that was that shit was so authentic. Everything was real as fuck. You can talk about scripted reality TV. That show was 
unabashed, unafraid, and ready to conquer all the heights that reality TV has set out for before them. So still the gold standard in my mind, you know, besides like, you know, flavor of love. <sighs> Can we just get away from reality for one minute? I know I'm trying, I'm trying, but God, I love it. You know, Danny, Danny, our boy on the show, he's in New York, the electrician, just a mature man, knows what he wants. You know, he, he's an F boy, but it doesn't seem to be stopping him. He's kind of, you know, got the, the slick back hair, but then it's shaved on the side. And then like four of the strands of hair are really long. So like when the wind's blowing, one's like dangling in front of his face. It's total F boy move, you know. Uh, another one of our guys is Brayden, just this little punk ass SoundCloud rapper. Then who else? Casey? No, can't remember. Moving on from the F-Boy Island. Uh, let's, let's go to the dislikes. One of the big dislikes, you know, I've been noticing this trend on Instagram, and I don't know if you guys can relate, but fucking drives me nuts. Is this, this like, POV, you know? And today, uh, I, I try to pull it up my Instagram because I started doing this thing on my Instagram now, saving videos that are either cringy or noteworthy or anything that you want to talk about. And I've just been saving them, and so I have a podcast video folder. And there's this, yeah, here we go. There's this one today and a girl's just got a POV video, but it's so funny because they're doing POV of them. I mean, of you, but they're having some, it's just so stupid. Like just work out, do your thing, have fun. But no, like, Hey, Emily, can you take this camera and like walk up to the stair stepper as I'm grinding and like, just take a video and then I'll like put a caption and be like, Hey guys, this is me grinding do you think you could ever imagine like walking up and seeing somebody at a gym working out <laughs> it's crazy isn't it so here's our girl becky right for the spotify listeners and here's just she's just i get it stair stepper is not easy she's running up the stair stepper but look at her little friend it's take two hi hi i'm working out at a gym amazing so yeah it's just one of those things you know and then this this trend recently going around the, the whole Top Gun, you know, I get it. People love the movie. It's it's great. It's cool. All that. But like these these POV video video, the POV videos. And this is where I think I started noticing the trend. It was driving me nuts. It was like POV. Your dad was actually the real Top Gun fighter. And then it's just like doing a, a little montage of, you know, tunes the danger zone. A little like Top Gun song in the background. They're playing that, and then they're just like showing their dads like pictures and medals and shit. And I'm like, trust me, salute the service, respect you guys. But the PO video, PO, I can't say it. The POV videos are just a new little cringeworthy mention of mine. Thought I'd get into that. And uh, oh yeah, going back, I just clicked another one of Mia's contestants is Peter, Peter, Peter Park. Not to be confused with Peter Parker, our sweet little Spider-Man. Shout out to Spider-Man, the meat salesman. See, it all it all manages to come around and make sense, does it not? But uh, Peter's a professional F-boy. You know, he came on season one, F-boy, came back season two. And unlike his counterpart, Casey, who's a reformed F-boy, you know, original F-boy, made amends, got better, improved himself, came back in season two, reformed F-boy. Peter Park, again, not the Spider-Man, just Asian Peter Park. He's um he's an F boy through and through season one, season two, through and through F boy through and through. So that's, that's it, you know, and then 
I guess another dislike, my final dislike, and then we'll we'll transition away from that, will be this, um, you know, in the UFC, I get it. There's a lot of business models to, to mimic off the WWE, and shout out to the Vince McMahon segment last week, you know. Our guy was playing dirty, and he got caught. It's his own fault. It's not all right to feel bad for him, or, you know, he, he made choices. He had money. He paid the hush money, and... You guys are probably used to it by now, but during the solo episodes, those uh, those loud chugs out of the metal vessel are definitely going to be a norm. You know, talking a lot, talking fast. Just got to keep the fuel going, keep the hydration going to keep the pipes loose and get the words out. So like I was saying, there's a lot of things to copy that WWE about, super successful business model. But uh, as we know, I'm a big MMA fan. UFC had a pretty nice card over the weekend. I think it was UFC 277. Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunes rematch for the, I think it was the Bantamweight title, 135-pound female title for those of you who are not fans of the sport. But, um, yeah, it was a rematch the first time, you know, Nunes was the champion going into the first fight. She lost, got battered on the feet, got knocked down, and then she got choked, choked out by Pena. This fight coming in. Shit, I just realized I was kind of getting sidetracked recapping the UFC, but I guess I'll just continue with it real quick. The main event was incredible. It was a rematch again. Like I said, Nunez was trying to avenge her loss and come back and get her title back. Crazy back and forth fight. Absolutely incredible. Went to a decision. I think Nunez got the unanimous decision. Amazing fight. Pena was sitting on her back, throwing out tons of submissions, getting close to Oma Plata's arm bars, triangles. For those of you who are unaware, those are all just like submission attempts, trying to, you know, manipulate an arm or joint or limb, whatever the case may be, and isolate it and fuck it up. So shout out to Pena. That kind of sets up a trilogy fight, which should be cool. I mean, there's got a lot of good storylines going into it. And that kind of brings me to the co-main event. It's a number one contenders fight, interim title fight leading up to the number one contender, like I said, to fight Figueredo for the title. Brandon Moreno ended up winning, setting up a fourth fight with Figueredo. And, you know, after his victory, Moreno wins. He's getting interviewed by Rogan. And then Figueredo's cage side with his belt. He ends up coming into the cage. And this is like the dislike I was getting into. I don't like when the WWE aspect is so heavily influenced into the UFC as far as like, the in-ring shenanigans like this. Um, it's one thing if you got two guys who are incredible on mics. Like if you have Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor, you know, Michael Chandler just want to fight and then McGregor's cage side, he comes in and they kind of talk some shit. They would be able to cut a promo and get us interested. You got Brandon Moreno, who's awesome. I love him, but he's like not known for cutting promos. And then you got Figueredo who doesn't speak English. So you, you got a guy talking to the other guy, then you got a translator talking to the other guy's ear. The other guy speaks out so much Portuguese that clearly the translator can't possibly convey all of that back to us. So I just, I don't know. They've done it before. It's just, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. But, you know, I was uh, two nights ago, whenever the UFC was Saturday night, I was uh, at Kurt's house, Kurt's beautiful new home. He had a little housewarming party. So it was just, you know, a couple of his friends. And then a couple, you know, I forget, uh, a couple that he met at a restaurant, uh, Micah Patricia, lovely couple from Eng 
uh, England, Liverpool to be specific, just some friends and family were out there playing games, doing the shit. And then once the fight started, you know, I kind of diverted away from Farco and into the fight dome, started watching the fights and I'll admit, you know, I'm very easily distracted when I'm kind of watching it with a lot of other people and I'm talking a lot. It's hard for me to really focus and watch them. So I wasn't focused too much. But I got to see my boy, Austin, my girl, Carmela. Uh, I've known Carmela since I was super young. Her mom, Carol's just people we grew up with in New Jersey. My mom's been friends with them since like or been friends with Carol since like middle school. And it's just cool. You know, I moved down here. Carmela's down here. Married a guy named Austin, who's born and raised Florida Cracker, just the fucking man. And we were talking about doing a couple MMA episodes. I've been begging him to get into jiu-jitsu, just like I project that onto all of you, poor listeners. Sorry, it's just something I'm passionate about. I love it. And I know what it can do for people. And I just feel like if you're not, if you don't at least try it, you know, my thing is when I come from this perspective, it's like you got someone who's interested. He's mentioned he's interested a couple of times. You got me, who's his friend. I'm at a gym. It's fucking awesome. I'm friends with a lot of guys at the gym. So you just, you come in, it's, it's comfortable right away. It's not an intimidating environment when you have it like this, where it's so easy to approach. You know, you got a very welcoming crew at the gym. There's tons of newer people. Not to mention his wife, like two years ago, bought him a gi and no gi stuff. So he's got the stuff. He's ready to go. But we'll, we'll report back to the listeners next week if he shows up. I don't think he will, and it's not not hating, but it's a tough thing to get into. I'd get that, but when you got a friend who's already in it, you're already in MMA, I mean, there's just so many reasons to try it out and see if you like it. And like I said, if you go once, you don't like it, don't ever go back. But I just feel like it's so hard for people to go and experience it and see what it's like because I talk to new guys all the time that are there, and they love it. I love seeing the journey. I love seeing people get better. I love trying to help where I can. Um, so speaking of Kurtz, yeah, I did my famous little Buffalo chicken dip again. And, you know, Frank's red hot is you can use whatever hot sauce you want, but that's my go-to. It's just the best, you know, they got the, the original, the Buffalo, the hot Buffalo, the sweet Thai chili. And then they just came out with the Nashville hot. I was so on the fence about using this for the dip. I, in hindsight, I wish I did, but you know, I'm one of those guys when you know, something works, especially like a recipe and you're, you're taking it somewhere to present to people. You want to make sure everyone's going to like it. You know, it works. This is a dip that I've made several times already. I know it works. I know it's successful. It's easy. Get it in, get it out. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. uh, It was a hit smash hit. Like I said, I did that, and I also did. Uh, I've been experimenting and reading about the smoking cream cheese. You know, get a sweet block of the Philly cream cheese. Don't even think about the great value or the Publix brand. Like, don't fuck. If you're getting cream cheese, you get Philadelphia. That's it. Like, over, done with. That's it. So I was reading all these different varieties of doing the smoked cream cheese. The one I landed on was we just I just put it on a plate. You know, a little oven safe plate. I wrapped the plate in tin foil twice to kind of make sure the plate doesn't get like any burn marks, smoke marks, charcoal marks. I'm beating the fuck out of my smoker. It's got charcoal damage everywhere. It's, it's a lovely little site, but that's why I bought a master belt to ease into it, you know, beat it up, get it dirty, and then eventually get a new one when I get to be a master of smoking. <gasps> oh boy. Yeah. That poor bowl, baby. Um, so yeah, we did the smoke cream cheese. I did that as is transported it over his house with the buffalo chicken dip bought a ton of vessels for dipping such as club crackers fritos tostito scoops uh pita bagel chips so we we had a nice little variety going and then once the cream cheese was smoked i took the tinfoil off it to keep the heat insulated 
took that off there and had a if you ever heard of this trader joe's obviously a trader joe's plug my mom is an a devout employee to say the least a a consumer lover um she's always been a huge fan of theirs and once she started working i mean she just gets all the products tells us how amazing they are but this pepper jelly is phenomenal i spread that on top of the uh the cream cheese you know the way i did the cream cheese to cream cheese was you get the block out and i was pretty much cutting like downward slit upward slit so it looked like v's going on you could imagine like down up down up like it was just a v's going through the hole so it could really seep in getting some club crackers the shit's melting apart falling apart in your hand it was incredible uh can't wait to do more of those super super delicious loving that i love honestly just making stuff trying new things bringing them to people and then just getting compliments on it you know it makes you feel so good i I ate a lot. I felt sick as shit. Other, I mean, I made a big ass batch of it. There was barely any left. I left the leftovers at my brother's house for him to enjoy. As God knows he will. So yeah, just, just a fun weekend, you know, um, reading some news over the weekend. It was kind of funny. I'm just going to start trying to maybe read a little couple articles just that I find humorous that are worthy of bringing up and mention them on here. The Jaguars, as you know, I'm a big Eagles fan, even though, I'm, as you can see, I'm wearing the, the Packer shirt, but it's really a Chris Farley shirt with the cheese hat on. He grew up in Wisconsin, was a big Packer fan, so I thought it was cool. Or did he grow up in Illinois and was a Packers fan? Either way, whatever. Um, but the Jaguars, now they got Doug Peterson, former Eagles coach, Super Bowl winning coach, I might add. And they're having some some real trouble with the field goal kickers right now, trying to find one going into the season, trying to weigh their options and see what they got. And, you know, our boy Andrew Mevis had gotten cut the other day, the latest Jaguar casualty. Supposedly, my boy had missed three kicks really badly. And one of them hit Dave Campo, who was an ex-coach, ex-football coach. He hit him in the head with a football and a missed field goal attempt, which is kind of unprecedented. So he got his ass cut. Try to keep you tabbed up and tabbed in on the Jaguars kicking situation for all of you out there that are clamoring to know about that. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about climate change a lot. Something that people want to talk about. I'm not informed enough to talk about. So here I am talking about it, of course. They're talking about, you know, in Florida, Southwest Florida, the Everglades specifically, these Burmese pythons that, you know, I thought it was funny a couple of years ago, I heard it always stuck with me. Joe Rogan had said like, the problem started because a bunch of dirty white dudes would get snakes and then release them into the wild. And it's just so true. And so we got these Burmese pythons that are taking over and supposedly with climate control, control out of control and climate change going crazy. And the invasive Python species is going to skyrocket with climate change training in the direction that it is. So something to keep our eyes peeled out on if everything else fails, you know, I'm the lost soul that can never really find a job, never find the career that I've been looking for. If things continue on the trajectory that they're at, and maybe I'll just be commuting to the Everglades every day, trying to wrangle up some snakes for some money. Pretty bad fit considering I'm terrified of like ants, let alone fucking giant snakes and iguanas and all that kind of stuff. But money's money. And when you need it, you need it. And if Freddie's got to turn some tricks to do what he's got to do, then Tricks shall be turned and snakes shall be killed for some money. A little bit more fight news, boxing news. I'm not a big boxing fan, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Jake Paul, 
got his fight canceled with, you know, Hasim or whatever the guy's name is, Hasim. First, like, fight against an actual pro boxer. I was kind of intrigued by it, but supposedly some weight-cutting issues. There's other rumors that it's not weight-cutting issues, that it's more of um, contractual issues or the guy's not happy with the money. There's just a whole bunch of stuff floating around, so kind of stupid. I don't know. I was a little intrigued by the fight, but now it's not happening. It got scrapped, and what are you going to do, right? That was a water break that the listeners just know and love. I'm trying to think, uh, something came up the other week and I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> so there was a new gentleman who came on the work truck this week, you know, and English wasn't his first language by any means. So we're sitting there, we're trying to piece stuff together and, you know, he's asking, like looking at stuff, pointing at stuff. And I'm like trying to piece stuff together. I'm talking to his coworker. I'm, you know, I don't know much, but back, you know, I did four years of high school. And then when I was getting my associate's degree, I took multiple courses in Spanish. So I, at one point I was pretty sharp bilingually. Um, these days, not so much. I did buy Babbel. I had probably like eight months subscription now. So I've been on there taking a little class to trying to freshen up, you know, living in Southwest Florida. It's a heavily dense populated Spanish speaking territory. So I try to stay sharp, but to no avail. All this babble training, right? And here I am. I'm trying to talk to a guy speaking Spanish. Um, the gentleman turns out to be from Iran, and he's speaking Farsi. Has no idea. You know, I'm trying to speak Spanish, say certain things here. He's just shaking his head, giving me confused looks. And, you know, I had come to learn that he's, yeah, he's looking for Farsi and speaking Farsi, and I am speaking Spanish. <laughs> so that just gives you a little look into how we do it over here, right? Not my best time, not my best moment, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring, you know, some weeks I'll do these on the solo episodes on Sundays, some I'll do them on Mondays. Got my Peloton finally delivered last Thursday, and I was talking about a little bit of, you know, the likes and dislikes as far as customer service. I ended up being a little dissatisfied because I got the Peloton bike on Wednesday, delivered in the middle of a rainstorm when I wasn't home. Was talking last week about the listeners praying for my dad uh, being good spirits well we broke the news it was funny because we went out to eat me kurt my mom my dad and eva and we're just sitting at a bar you know i think it's me kurt my dad and then it's like the corner seat and then my mom and eva right there so we're kind of like three two a little inverted l if you will and i'm like you know what it's kind of nice to have kurt and eva here to lighten the tension about bringing the peloton up so i'll just try to bring it up you know so right away kurt's like no no, just wait till he has a drink in him you know izzy's does a two for one happy hour so we know he's gonna have two margaritas <gasps> Ooh-wee! burp city sorry everybody um burping up the pork eat it with the fork selling all these wrenches you better use some torque <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just lost my thought because I was so focused on trying to rhyme pork. Isn't that amazing? Um, oh, so maybe I, fuck, I truly lost my whole train of thought there. I wish I could pause it and go back and hear what it was. But anyways, I've been starting to, oh yeah, the Peloton. So it got delivered in the rainstorm. We were out to the restaurant. I was trying to break the news of my dad, tried to do it in a light manner. So like, he's just talking to Kurt and I, and I'm just sitting there like, 
he'll just be asking me a question. I'll be answering like, Hey, what's, what's good. What have you heard about the Eagles? Uh, you know, I heard Jalen hurts has been kind of erratic, just throwing a little bit Peloton um, behind his receivers, a little bit in the dirt. AJ Brown's been getting some nice separation. Devonte Smith P- P- Peloton. I heard Devonte Smith has a Peloton. So I'm like trying to do stuff like that. Just slide it in casually. Uh, my dad is literally just not picking up on it. Like when I'm saying it, he's just like still listening to the conversation about the Eagles and not picking up. So we're like talking about the food. I'm talking about the smash burger that I'm going to order. We got like three or four of them. Everyone ended up getting one. I was like, you're going to get the smash burger. I was like, man, I can't wait to get the smash burger. And then to work it off in a couple of days on a Peloton, you know, still not picking up. So we finished, you know, he's got two to three margaritas in him. I'm driving home. And I just dropped the bomb. I'm like, hey, dad, just so you know, real quick, I, uh, I got a Peloton. And he just like sat there and just laughed and didn't say anything. And if you know my dad, I'm like, silence is truly the killer. And I was really worried that the silence is going to be terrible. But as the week went on, I really started talking to him about it. Uh, I ordered the cage adapter. So if you don't have the Peloton shoes, you can ride them with sneakers. You just put the adapter on. So I ordered those for him. And he's open to the idea of riding it, um, which brings my next point to me. I ordered shoes for my mother and myself. The Peloton got here Wednesday. I didn't get the shoes till I think Saturday morning. Fortunately, uh, my buddy John, who I work, he's one of my customers at work or clients, or I just call him friends, honestly, because he's cool. Works over at Meineke, you know, doing the grease monkey work. And he had an extra pair of shoes that didn't fit him, a size 13. Now, keep in mind, I order size 11. So these 13s are a little hefty on me, but when you want to grind, you want to grind. And I was, he asked me if I wanted them. I said, hell yeah, this was two weeks ago. So this week when I saw him on Thursday, the night after I had got my Peloton, no shoes. And I go up to him, start talking to him and just walks over to his trunk and hands. Him. I was like, holy fuck. He remembered like, so just the character. The, I just tried to think of a word and I couldn't think of it. The integrity that John has remembering. Uh, so thankful. Thank you. If you're listening, buddy, that was awesome. Uh, since I've got my shoes, I haven't even tried the shoes on that they came with. I've been using his size 13s. I think this is a Sunday right now. I think since Thursday, I've gotten in about eight or nine workouts, um, three yoga workouts and like five cycling workouts. God damn. Anyone who hates on yoga, like not even hates, but just might dismiss it as just being like, Oh, you got it. I mean, that shit is so difficult. Just doing the poses, trying to hold certain poses, trying to keep your balance, the breathing right. Um, the dope thing about Pelotons, for those of you who don't have one, like you you get a Peloton, obviously, and you sit on the bike and you do the workouts, but then you can get the app. And now with the smart TVs, like I got it on the iPad, but I got it on all the TVs around the house. So now you go and you can do shadow boxing classes. You can do yoga classes. You can do stretching classes. They got cardio classes they got walking in place running in place they got dumbbells uh curl like just high intervals interval high intensity interval training classes um so i can, my mom and i did yoga this morning together 15 minute class beginner but still super difficult i was like extremely tired from it so i woke up i did two two peloton cycling classes did 20 minutes worth of yoga did one more peloton just fucking exhausted, feeling so good. I love that. I'm already so into it. Keep in mind, I've only done cycling classes with Cody so far. And we talked about the Hello Tushy and, you know, yeah, we made it however long into the episode without talking about a bidet. And it's not going to be much, but I reached back out to them again about sponsorship. And 
I'm like, I don't even really want money. I just want to be, have a partnership with you guys and, you know, maybe get me a little hello tushy shirt so I can rock it while I'm talking and just be advertising as I speak about something I love, but, uh, something I'm, I'm really got my sights on now, other than my boy, Nico, my, that'll be the first famous celebrity guest appearance, but, um, we're really Cody, Cody Rigsby from Peloton. If anybody knows him, if we can find a way to get this out there and trust me, boy, you fucking got me into a Peloton. You got me hooked. You're the only trainer I want to be doing classes with. Uh, I got my mom. Her first class in was the Donna summer 30 minute ride. Hot stuff feeling this evening. So it's just, uh, that guy is fucking awesome. He changed my whole perspective on spin classes and I just kind of want to, get him on and ask him some funny questions, talk to him, get his origin story, see what he likes about cycling, why he got into it, what the challenges are, how many classes he run, like the challenges of finding a new spot or a playlist, aligning the playlist with the workouts, the variety of different workouts, the climbs, the speeds, like in the saddle. It's just, it's awesome. So um, definitely one of the best purchases I've ever made in my life. Um, you, you virtually make one purchase on that thing. And it's, yeah, granted, it's a bike with a screen, but you can literally turn your whole house into a gym. And that's what I've just been able to do. Granted, you're not going to have all the machines and the weights, but you're going to be able to get amazing workouts in. Like for the shadow boxing, I have this thing called egg weights with the little weights that you hold in your hand while you're boxing to kind of feel like you have the boxing gloves on, just give a little more weight, a little more strain on the tries and the buys and the shoulders and the becks. Ah, so it's just, man, I'm trying to recommend more people into getting those. Cause I'm telling you, like, I've always wanted some kind of thing where you feel like you get a nice workout in at your house. And during the pandemic, I'm sure all you guys dealt with it too, you know, trying to figure out a way to stay motivated. Like I stopped doing jujitsu for three months, just due to, you know, living with my dad and who's a little bit older. I was trying to play it safe, not expose myself to the gym during that time. So I didn't do that for two or three months. Stopped going to the Planet Fitness, which I'll be canceling my membership any day now. Uh, can you get your fucking phone in order, Planet Fitness, please? I've been calling you guys, the one on in North Fort Myers, three times. Your phone line just goes right to voicemail. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, I'm, I'm trying to cancel my membership. You don't give me the option to do it on the little app. So answer your phone, please. I'm done. $10 a month. Great. I love it. I've told people it's great, but it's over now, you know? One little point of fitness rant, and then I forget my whole, the whole gist of where we were going with that. But yeah, no, you get the you get the bike and just oh yeah. So I was saying like the pandemic. That's originally when I bought like my my new Trek bike. I think I spent like six seven hundred bucks on it. Got me through the whole pandemic. But I was like, what else could I do as far as workouts? So I would do some. I have like this little inflate, not inflatable, but it's thing that's got it's like a weighted bag and you punch it and it moves around but i was like you know do a lot of footwork and be able to move around that just to keep some kind of loose cardio going and then jump roping that was it but if i had gotten a peloton you know it's funny because my sister got a peloton during pandemic and she said it took like four months to get there as opposed to mine took like three days so guess that timed it right everything's working out super happy about it anybody who's got one send me your username so we can follow each other and track each other's workouts and have a little friendly competition going, you know, I'm having a real trouble recently seeing out of my right eye. And I'm noticing when I'm talking here, it looks like it's just like shut. And even when I wink, it's super blurry out of my right eye. My left eye super clear. Kind of get that looked at. Got to get that. 
but yeah, like I was saying, Cody just makes these classes so fun. Just, you don't even think about it. You're just sitting there laughing, having a great time. Loving it. Peloton life, baby. Can't wait to get to my hundred rides and get my t-shirt in the mail and represent it, you know, represent the brand. But yeah, like I said, definitely going to be hunting for my white whale. Cody Rigsby is the white whale as of right now, as far as the podcast guest, even with my twitchy eye and all right. Fucking pirate boy. Uh, this week's episode on the guest, we got Wordplay187, a.k.a. Tay, a.k.a. Wordplay Tay187. It's a rapper out of the uh, Carolinas, up on the coast, right? So uh, got a super raspy voice, and me and him had a good time chopping it up, talking about some fun topics, the process of music, writing, uh, my my use of cpt and color people time and the reverberations is that sent across reddit you know i'm i'm really a, a popular figure on there now due to my my racial proclivity or lack thereof so just a good time you know i'm experimenting this is going to be the first episode where i'm going to try to do uh i did my own little outro and then i got my my buddy shout out to david barker we're going to be using, he sent me a little intro this week. I've been nagging him about doing some kind of like anybody who listens out there that does music or anything, send me some shit. Cause I'm, I'm always experimenting and I'm thinking right now, like a little like heavy metal, like heavy metal guitar riff and you're like fireball, you know, a little more riff and then garbage screaming, something like that. Got to get something like that going. Uh, as of right now, it's just this funny little sound bite. I'm going to put in there. One other little thing I want to, throwing over the weekend i was sitting in bed friday friday night i think it was just exhausted uh laying in bed early like an old man i am and one of my best friends growing up mom i mean she's like a second mother to me but she had texted me about how she's with all her kids and her kids are like my siblings growing up um she had shot me a text about how like hey we want to do i'm with all the kids now we want to do a live podcast blah 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 we think we'd be great guests and I'll, of course you would like they're all super entertaining but i was like no i want to be like studio shut down but i i just said like no i'm tired i'm laying in bed like let's do another time you know and that's kind of the nice way of being like fuck off even though i obviously don't mean that but just like nope that's it um so 20 30 minutes proceeds and she ends up facetiming me and i'm like oh my god so I'm just like sitting there looking. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm laying in bed. I don't have any energy. Uh, small little confession to the listeners out there. Hopefully it's a judgment-free zone, like the gym I'm about to cancel from. But if not, judge away, have fun. What do you think I'm putting my voice out there for? I'm going to be judged. That day I decided to, you know, eat about a gram of mushrooms just to get the, the euphoric feeling going. No, no tripping, no visuals, no hallucinations. Essentially just a a weed high on anabolic steroids. So that definitely contributed to not want to talk on FaceTime with a bunch of people, but hell, these are like family members. So I figured what the hell she has it on, you know, she's making the rounds, showing all the people, you know, one of my best friends of all time is there, his wife, my, like one of my sisters, pretty much my, my younger brother. Like I said, these are like siblings. And we're just talking, like, so can we do a podcast? And I'm like, let me like explain this to you. You know, I know there's a little bit of an age gap and a difference here, maybe some generational terms and such, but a podcast is where you have a bozo like me who comes on and spews random pointless thoughts for 
30 minutes to maybe an hour today. Who knows? Hopefully we're getting there. Um, or, you know, he has a guest on maybe two to three guests at the most. And they try to ask questions without interrupting, you know, these kind of things have nice dialogue, keep each other engaged. It's not necessarily like just a FaceTime where you're all. And I told her, I was like, that would be more of like audio garbage and verbal garbage, you know, because the listeners here, five, six, seven people at once all talking over each other. My point is how much I appreciate, you know, I never thought like, like a second mother of mine, like my mom's been listening to the show now and now she's listening and giving me compliments. And, it, you know, literally if I get like one compliment from one person one day or every other day about their listening or they like it or, Hey, this is good, but this isn't like, it, it makes my day. Cause I, that means that I'm putting out something that people are listening to and, you know, something that I drives me nuts is like when you talk to people about, Hey, have you done that? Like I was, I saw a kid yesterday who, I, you know, I consider pretty good friends, but maybe not really. Just like he's a, an acquaintance, which is blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I'm like, Hey, have you been, you know, I have this support and maybe it's a little selfish of me, but I'm like, it's not just about this just in general. Cause I'll be like, Oh, do you play video games? Do you watch this? When people, I don't have time. Well, time is relative. Like, what do you mean you don't have time? Nobody weren't like a couple weeks ago at work. I was talking to a guy and I said something about TV shows. Like, well, I don't have time to do that. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like you don't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you have time to do things when you're not working. Well, I just ride my motorcycle and work on my truck. Huh? So like your job is working on motorcycles and trucks and then your free time. Okay. Whatever. You don't have time. I get it. You have time. Just the way people phrase that it's like drives me nuts. Now, granted, there are some people that work two jobs and they're in school and they, their parents and they like, I get it. It can be hectic, but everybody has time. You're in the shower. You have time. You put on a podcast while you're in the shower. Like, you know what I mean? You're, you're driving to work. You're driving to a meeting. You're going grocery shopping while you're grocery shopping. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I started listening to podcasts and some people are like, are you, what the fuck? Like you're just listening to people talk. I'm like, well, I'm doing other things. Why not multitask? Like why not absorb some kind of content, whether it's funny dialogue or informational dialogue or an audiobook or whatever the case may be. Why not absorb some kind of content while you're doing a mindless activity like grocery shopping, like unloading the dishwasher, like washing dishes, like cooking. You know, these are all things where, hell, I was just, I just cooked that whole meal and cleaned the whole kitchen up right afterwards. And I'm sitting there watching uh, Bad Friends, you know, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, one of the funniest podcasts out there. And I'm sitting there doing that, listening. Like, so it's always been something I wanted to try. I'm so excited to finally be doing it. Um, whether it's 10 people listening, maybe one day I'll get a thousand. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to keep doing this and having fun. Just carve out 30 minutes to an hour, one, two, three, four times a week. Get it out there. Have fun. Listen back. See what I can work on. See what kind of issues I'm having. Take feedback from people, you know hear me talk about this, talk less about this, talk more about that. Try not to interrupt so much. Try to whatever the case may be. I mean, I'm truly open to criticisms, to suggestions. Don't feel like you're hurting my feelings. I mean, I know I'm not going to be great at this as I start. I'm just trying to get better as I go. I don't mean to get on a soapbox here and be talking all about like me and everything, but I, I really was like truly emotionally moved about having her shout out. By the way, this is, I call her aunt Tina, but it's a, uh, like growing up in my neighborhood, I like my two best friends. I still to this day consider my best friends, Maddie and Brian. And uh, she's Brian's mom. And she's just 
always was there for me when I was young. You know, if my mom would go somewhere, she'd have us over. We'd hang out with their kids and we'd eat. For, she'd cook us amazing food. Always had us down over beach house. Just an amazing person. So to be getting feedback like that from her, I mean, honestly, it's hard for me not to even get like emotional in here talking about it because it was just, it was so cool. Um, obviously, I do this for me and I do this for fun and to have an outlet to kind of talk and be weird and be funny and have people on, get to know random people, talk with old friends, new friends, create memories, have fun, look back on said memories. But at the end, like, obviously you, you do this and you want to, you want to have people listen. You want to have people laugh. You want to have people engaged and paying attention. So, you know, I've had a couple friends tell me so far, like, hey, I've listened to every episode. I haven't missed an episode. Like, I don't think people understand like how much it, it truly means to me. I'm not trying to get all weird here, but it's just a fact. Like I'm definitely an emotional sensitive kind of person positively or negatively. You know, I can get emotional at good moments, get emotional, at bad moments. And, uh, you know, like when I got my blue belt in jujitsu, I was definitely like tearing up a little bit on the inside just cause I know how hard I worked for it, how hard I, how much I wanted that. And when I finally came to that moment, I was kind of in shock. And now just to have certain people listening that I never thought would be listening and reaching out, it just makes me feel, makes me feel awesome. So there are people still like my sister, Jenny, who's still not fucking listening, you know, what it, it is, what it is. But I thank, I thank you guys so much. And like I said, I'm experimenting with an outro here, so I don't want to try to start getting in the habit of thanking so much on the way out, but verbal garbage is a blast. I love it. Let's keep it growing keep letting people know about it. if you guys don't mind uh if you're enjoying what i'm doing whether it's on spotify youtube apple uh try to subscribe rate like all three of them just to get the word out try to get more people involved like i said if you know interesting people i've been meeting more people as the days go on now it's like hey come on the show so we're definitely going to get a cracking uh i can't thank you guys enough and hope we enjoy this episode can't wait to have you guys hear the friday episode with my boy tay wordplay 187 and do another episode next week and recap the week coming up. Thank you guys and talk to you next time. Verbal garbage out.